You know, the, like the unplanned thing. That's a good segue. To mm, our oh, discussion. To, to welcome. Uh, yeah, welcome to the name. I don't know. We'll figure it out along. Maybe like we'll see like if a theme Di- comes up. How about Dickie and Ben learn how to make a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> That's a, okay. I like, <laughs> you know, that reminds me of a movie title. Okay. It's a Zach and something. Oh, I, make a learn how to make make a porno or something. Do you oh, yeah, I know, you know exactly. I, mean? I know exactly what you're talking about. This yeah. is supposed to be PG thirteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yes, yes, yes. That's, that's, that's kosher. Yeah, all, this is also, this is all. This is all coming out in the edit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. All right. Um, <laughs> there's there, there no editing. <laughs> there's no save. So are we gonna? This is gonna be on Instagram, Spotify, Spotify, Stitcher, Stitcher, Stitcher of course, SoundCloud, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. We're SoundCloud rappers. Um, oh yeah. What else? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Um, and um, the App Store. Pornhub.com. <laughs> X Hamster. Oh god, X Hamster. I know. <laughs> oh man, oh. All right, we have a man of we have a man of culture. Yeah, we have uh, for some reason, I don't know why. Porn seems to be the, the current theme, but the current theme. Yeah. Well but, the, the original theme was let's find out what we're making a podcast about. Yeah. So I think we're making a podcast about porn. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's on but the yeah, mind. yeah. So like this this website I found very recently. Yeah. It's called it's called Sex Art. <laughs> oh my god, Sex Art, okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. That, that's all I wanted to say. Wait, no, I'm interested. Wait, what is Sex Art? Yeah, is it, it's, like, it's, a, it's like pornography as art? Well, uh, not really. It, it's, it's basically pornography, but it's, it, it's, it's a more, it's slightly more creative. Yeah, that's cool. So that's, that's nice. That's refreshing. Uh, yeah, here, yeah, here we are making a podcast about porn. Here we, yeah. Who would have thought, you know? <laughs> 30 minutes ago, we were doing the... After exercises and yeah. thirty minutes later, making a podcast. <laughs> podcast about uh, here, I thought it was going to be about philosophy, but this yeah. is much better. Okay, if, wait, wait, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Oh, oh no, no, okay, no, no. Okay. you go ahead and yeah. Okay. I, actually, I don't even know if I want to go down this branch. But I was okay. going to say, like, I wonder how. I mean, this has probably been discussed a lot, but like, how the pandemic has affect affected porn consumption, and like, Yo, you know, I what, would what, say what genres have gone up, what's gone down. I don't know. I think. The the that's a good question. The genre thing I didn't even think about. I was yeah. just gonna oh, oh you just you were just thinking about like raw. Yeah, rates. I think it would just be like more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, everyone's because, bored. Yeah, everyone's bored and people like can't hook up too. True. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot harder to do that. Yeah, I can imagine it probably is more. It's skyrocketed. Yeah. I remember seeing a graph or something yeah. of traffic <laughs> of, of traffic um yeah. like right at the start and it was like a lot. You know, I think like the genre thing. That's yeah. that's more interesting. I wonder if there's like a shift in the genre preferred. Yeah. After after like maybe, the okay after, after COVID. Yeah. Or wait like, wait do, do wait. You think, maybe. Okay. So, okay okay. There's definitely like quarantine porn. It, but okay. that ex- that <laughs> what, exists. What is quarantine porn? So. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> like 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 themed. Like there's always like themed porn exists out there. Oh uh, okay. Yeah, so it's just, but I, yeah. okay wait. I was gonna go in the other direction and say like what you're saying about sex art mm-hmm. and like. Maybe maybe what happened is everyone started consuming so much more porn yeah. that then eventually it turns around and becomes this like relevation where they start to see something slightly higher quality, that, like like artistic, you know, like you were talking about. It, I've always found it interesting that uh, I guess maybe it's just me, but like with porn videos, I usually don't watch like one again. Mm. I think you don't uh, rewatch. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Interesting. And. Uh, yeah, maybe that probably will cause would have like loss of room for evolution because 
like I'm always looking for something new. Yeah, you know? and and you and you think that they'd expand content yeah. to like to to be replayable. I think so. I well, uh, that's kind of a weird theory, but like you know the Black Mirror episode where it's like choose your own adventure. Um, is it like one of the later ones? I haven't actually seen it. I've only heard about it. Like yeah. it was like a Netflix special, and you could like click on it. Was like you would like choose. Basically, the whole, I don't think so. I don't think okay, I've okay, seen the that. whole. The, I haven't seen it either. But the whole premise was like you're watching a TV show and you choose different options. And when it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, this, yeah, the Pandersnatch one, right? Is yeah, it, I think is I it, think so. I, I don't know. I haven't okay. seen it. I think if if. But like the idea of a choose your own adventure game yeah. within well within a TV show is like new new ground. But then within porn, like that's, <laughs> that, that's honestly that probably be, yeah. one of the most trivial applications of a cool idea. Yeah, I think. You know, like I can see it working. Honestly. It could, it could work. I, I, I could see yeah. you could get some investment money on that. Like I, yeah, I have actually watched that Black Mirror episode. Yeah, and I think you'd probably like it. Really, I should, it, I should. It's about it. like this this kid who makes uh, who's trying to make a video game. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, so, I would like this. Okay. And like the 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 video game he's making is yeah. also kind of like choose your own adventure. Oh, so okay. It's, it's, so, and but then you're yeah. within. Whoa, that's that's it's trippy. A, it's, it's it's super trippy. Damn, that's wild. That's <laughs> like that's like that gets into the uh, like Elon Musk realm of like in a simulation in a simulation. Yeah. Wait, no. I read I read the craziest thing earlier today. Um, I guess maybe it's apparently common knowledge is like the canon the or like the head head theory head canon theory for the Matrix is that like they didn't actually wake up into reality. And that, like, there is the, like it was, it was no, or not that it was infinite, but that was just like that this gritty dystopian truth of everyone being in, in like, being captured, and that you, you were like the hero rescuing everyone mm-hmm. was just another fantasy that appealed to people who broke out of the first reality, and that was why Neo was able to manifest his powers in the real quote unquote world. Man, I think that that does make sense. I feel like like that theory of the simulation thing. Yeah. This, like, is, this, wait, is wait. Sli- this is slightly unrelated. Okay, okay. But uh, do you know Joe Rogan? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. on his podcast, he was talking about DMT dwarves. DMT. And DMT that? is apparently DMT is a drug. Okay. That and when you when you take it, you hallucinate or something. Okay. And there has been like, in like around seventy percent of like reported cases, like pe- when people take it, they hallucinate uh, these beings. Like dwarf type of thing. Okay. And but like 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 cor- like correlating to each other. Y- yeah. So it's it's um, yeah. Like whenever they take the DMT, yeah. when they are on the DMT, they see dwarves. Like some beings. Yeah. Like, yeah right. And yeah. Uh, these beings, they uh, they are kind of usually like super friendly and curious, and uh, they interact with. Uh, like the person that's that is on DMT. Yeah. And what's like some of the theories is like maybe it's another dimension. Whoa. Like you get through using the DMT, or maybe they're aliens and, and like we're like 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 taking the DMT like reveals this higher plane of existence. Yeah. Yeah. So, maybe like yeah. Another theory is like they're on they're in four D and we're in three D. Yeah. I don't know. I, I yeah, think, yeah. but like the point is, I think. It's just I sometimes think about how the world works and how we exist, and there's just like so much we don't know, and I feel or, like, or rather, like if there were things we didn't know, we are not aware of them. Yeah, the That's the, the Dan Kruger effect or something. 
Dun, dun, Dunning. Oh, yeah. or, oh, well, that's that's like that's like for academia, like the, oh, dun, yeah. the Dunning Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah, yeah. Where like, what is that the like where um. We don't know the, what we don't know. Yeah, we don't know what we don't know. And therefore, like, the people who know less think they know more than they yeah. do. And then, like, the highest experts in the field think they know a lot more, which is, like, perpetuates imposter syndrome. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah. Wait, going, going, going back to the, was it DNT? Yeah, DMT. DMT. Yeah. Like, what if it's, like, a product of the human psych? I was, because I was reading, like, I don't know, I read a great chapter on Freud in that book I mentioned, too. Oh, yeah. Um, but about, like... I don't know, like, what if it's, there's something, like, there's something about that operation oh, that, that's, like, in that's, everyone's minds. Yeah. yeah, that's actually one of the theories. That, okay. That's, like, that's one of the more boring ones. Uh, that's right. But, uh, yeah, that is, that is the, the no. <laughs> it's okay, I'm boring. I no, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's, I think that's the, the, the more, the more grounded one. Yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. <laughs> Not boring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's, like, totally plausible. It's, like, stimulating... Yeah, stimulating like the same parts. type of like, or it's like, or or they, or it's like repressed childhood memories, and like yeah. they're not dwarves, they're children. Mm-hmm. I feel like speaking of repressed childhood memories. Oh, let, no, that, <laughs> now that's an avenue we can talk about. Yeah, that's it's a whole Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> I think. So tell me about your repressed childhood memories. No, I feel like. See, that's the thing. It's like the Dunning Kruger effects. You don't you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, like there's really. there might be a ton, but you you aren't even aware of them. Yeah, you know yeah. I think, I, have you ever heard of the white bear? Um, no, yeah, don't think of the white bear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, it's like they like sit him down in a wait. They like sit him down in a lab room, mm-hmm. and then it's like write a stream of consciousness thought and don't think about polar bears. Yeah. Yeah. And like the more you're like intentionally trying not to think about it, the more you will. The more you think about it. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like. And, like, so the the conclusion was if you're, like, intentionally trying to suppress something... It'll keep coming out. Yeah, it will come. It will keep coming out. And it'll often... That's another part of, like, Freudian psychology is that, like, when you, like... It's, his analogy is, like, the jar. It's, like, the jar of the subconscious or whatever. It's, like, the the tighter you screw on the, the jar, the more leaks appear. Yeah. I think, it, like, uh, Sigmund has, like, one of my favorite ones... <laughs> Mr. Mr. Sigmund... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I keep, I keep, I like, I always mispronounce his last name. Yeah, Freud. Yeah. Freud. 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 Uh, Freud. How, how do you say it? Freud. Freud. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like, 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 cold in Spanish. Yeah, cold. <laughs> Fra- or wait, no, that's French. Yeah. Fra- but, Fra- he has this theory of about like psychic energy. I don't know if you know about it. No, I don't know this. So kind of like the psychic energy of the universe is conserved. And something, so like basically, when you suppress something, it mm-hmm. comes out in another form. Oh, like like so, within like within the universe, or like within each person's mind. Well, I I don't entirely know, but I think the idea is kind of like if you let your anger out. Mm-hmm. So that's his theory, and I think it's been scientifically disproven. Yeah. But his theory is if if you kind of when you feel angry, if you let it out, uh, then it's better then you keeping it in because it's not yes it, like it, the the i think that that sounds that honestly sounds kind of like wholesome i guess yeah although uh, although i guess one problem is like that anger is usually just i'm reading this so like anger is just a uh i don't remember a term like a signaling emotion yeah that, like it. like you're very like or sometimes you are truly anger angry or like rageful but a lot of times it's like anger on top of sadness or whatever and i wonder if mm-hmm. like how you express that changes the the effectiveness you know yeah i think um 
thing about anger is it's 10% of the time it's like useful. It's kind of like fear, honestly. Yeah. It's like, or, or I think I'm saying more like, like not only useful, it's like true anger is very rare. I think, or, yeah. you know, mm. like a lot of times you're just like sad or tired or like fed up or whatever, whatever other emotions. And then it comes out as anger, you know, that's right. Uh, like, do you remember the last time you were truly angry? I can think of examples. I don't know if they were the last time, but yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Not the last, like the, the most prominent one. Yeah, yeah. And usually it's like of a, like a protective nature or something, you know? Yeah. I think for me, it's, it's kind of unpredictable. I feel like this one time, we had a basketball court mm-hmm. in our backyard. And so I had a basketball. Mm-hmm. And on our walls... We have like sharp things that could potentially peer. So it was yeah. a very bad setup. Yeah. And like the court was right here and like the, the like the top of the wall, uh, we had like this really sharp things that could potentially pierce the, pierce the ball. Yeah. And that's what happened. And yeah. Like, remember, so like you threw it in it. Yeah. Like I shot it and then it like bounced off the, the like mm-hmm. the board and then it hit the, the wall and. I was just angry. I was so angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I think because it was just like totally random. But <laughs> it's like, like, there's usually not a reason. Like, yeah. you're like, I guess there's a difference between like, like there, there's a cause for anger, but there's not a logical effect. You know? Yeah. But I, I feel like there might be like this implicit kind of conditioned response that, that triggered that maybe. Maybe it was kind of like maybe when I was like three. Mm. Oh, oh so, so you think like the, you're saying like the causes for anger were like the groundwork was laid ages ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how I feel about like most like emotional reactions. I think there is kind of. Do you think there's something like, oh, oh, some oh, oh, like specifically when you don't understand where, like if, if someone like if someone like walked up to you, punched you in the face and then took your basketball and spiked it on the sharp yeah. object, then that's like a completely rational thing to be yeah. angry about. But what you're saying, like when it's just like seems out of place. Yeah. When it, when it, is when it out seems of out of place, yeah, you think that's it, something like from that's a childhood gremlin. Yeah, I think so. Or it could, it could also be random. Or, or it could be yeah. random. Yeah. yeah. But you never know. Yeah, that's true. But it's hard to tell. Um, it would be wild if like at some point in your life, you suddenly were illuminated to like all of the memories you forgot. You know, like, like yeah. you, like every, <laughs> if everyone has photo, photographic memory and then like, we just don't realize it. And then suddenly it's like lifted. I would be, I don't know if I would want that, you know, because yeah. from, from what I've heard, I think the brain remembers the more, I don't know if this is hundred percent true, mm. but I feel like the brain remembers the more positive experience. Yeah. In yeah. The, it's, it's like when yeah. you, what is it like when you ask someone how painful childbirth is during the fact it's yeah. like 900 times worse than if you ask them after the fact. Like, like yeah. the brain like forces you to forget painful experiences. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I think maybe, maybe you might get used to pain. Yeah. You know, I think. Yeah. Or, I did. I did have a friend in high school who had photographic memory. Very awesome dude. Um, but he did mention like how like you like couldn't forget painful memories, and that yeah. was like like a curse of photographic memory. That's right. I never thought of it like that. Um, it's like a superpower. Kind of, yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess. Uh, he, I remember he he always like like we had the same history class, mm-hmm. and like to study, I'd like read through and make some notes and flashcards, and then he'd like 
stare at the page for like 30 seconds. And I was like, dude. Damn. That's wild. But uh, I don't know. That Okay, that leads into a whole different can of worms that I was watching a bunch of like videos on like how to study mm-hmm. effectively and stuff and about um, like rote memorization versus comprehension. Yeah. And like how most of our... This is, this is a complete, complete tangent, but, like, it was, like, how most of our, 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 our studying systems um, and, like, middle school, high school, yada, yada, all, like, gear us towards rote memorization, where you just, like, read something and you recite facts rather than conceptual um, understanding, which is usually what college requires more of. Yeah. And, like, which, which requires more than just memorizing. But as college students, we rarely ever, um, like, learn that we have to do conceptual understanding. So like 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 right now, what we're like explaining yeah. something to someone it builds conceptual understanding. Yeah, I, know, I, I totally know what you mean. It's it's a fucking struggle every time. It's like, uh, but I feel like even college doesn't do a great job. Yeah, no, no, college doesn't like guide you yeah. through it. I think. Yeah, actually, like I was, I was, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's um, you know that that transition from. Okay, so I might be the minority when I say that I I. I enjoy, like, class, like, uh, a more structured, hmm. the more structured vibe from freshman year, sophomore year, where you kind of know... Know what's like, going on. Yeah, know, yeah, like, you kind of know what's going on in the context of scheduling. And yeah. There's, like, always exams, and um, you have homeworks due. And I feel like if you are interested in the topic... And if you're not taking too many classes, yeah, like you can. I think for me that's like the perfect environment, like to to thrive, hmm. not thrive for say, but like but just, you, yeah, like I, you, I, you, you can really like dig yeah. into it. And, and I also like really enjoy it because there's like the perfect like simulation, you know, because you are getting the dopamine from the from like getting those problems out of the way and stuff. But then, for me, I, last semester was like uh, all the classes I was taking. Um, there were either projects um, or kind of essays. So it was like, like very different from like that structure format. Yeah. And it, it was, I mean, I, I got, I guess I got used to it, but it definitely felt, felt like less, less stimulating, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I feel like uh, if, this goes to the freedom, like too much freedom thing, you know, because yeah. I felt like there was just a lot more responsibility on my part to come up with a schedule to kind of figure out how is like, what is the best way to learn this? And that took a lot more time than kind of just like doing than, than just going yeah. through it. Yeah. Going out. Yeah. And, and then I feel like we like, that like I feel like that's kind of a natural progression to like from from high school sophomore or freshman year yeah. of college into later like right now I'm taking all like like grad level or advanced classes and everything's like either like vague theory stuff with like one big project at the end or like a bunch of pro- little projects building up yeah. and it's like I don't know like like that was the reason why I started watching all those studying videos was like to be able to cope with this you know and yeah, like, you know, and, but but it's like you aren't you aren't taught those. You have to find the, those strats so on your own. That's the thing. I feel like if they if they trained us how to make those decisions yeah. better, you know, I think that would have been a much better time yeah, spent in yeah. college than you know just fucking memorizing like uh, 
Yeah, yeah, memorizing the yeah, just the, all the formulas and stuff. And then memorization. That's the whole. That's that was another major point with rote, rote with rote, rote memorization learning is that like it all goes away, like for the most part, like and then conceptual memorization or con- conceptual understanding will stay with you. Yeah. So like once you understand how to how to discuss something and and or teach it to someone or like you understand the overarching, uh, like concepts, uh, like. You'll you'll remember that a lot longer than you'll remember like what's the quadratic formula? Oh yeah, that's a good. Like I have, I have, I have, yeah, because yeah, I'm actually in a class that uses it. So. Oh, that's fair. That's so fair. That's, that's that's loophole. Okay, okay, weird, weird, weird flex. But yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think like uh, the whole education system is fucked. And we gotta fix that shit, man. <laughs> I think it's it's perfect. Wait, where? Okay, where would you where would you start fixing? Okay, um, two, okay, two things. Two things, okay. <laughs> One is, um, so before, I mean, yeah, the fixing thing, that's like the first thing, and the second one is, so uh, I was reading this book about uh, people that thrive, or like why, like what, like valedictorians are good at, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Because you don't really hear a lot about valedictorians after they graduate, yeah. you know, so, like what happens to them, and then, so... I, I think like what school reflects is like oh. someone's ability to to get grades. To, yeah, but like on a slightly more meta level oh, to yeah. follow the rules, you know, yeah. like, to kind of do what you're told. And yeah. I think the reason we probably don't hear about them is they, they probably are making a decent like they'll do okay. Yeah, they, they'll they'll be fine. Okay, they'll be yeah. fine. But yeah, they're kind of in the system. They're yeah. like not the people yeah. trying to kind of reinvent. Like there's, I feel like there maybe there's a reason there's so many like uh, tech leaders or like like ingen- what we call genius people now like well like I guess Steve Jobs Zuckerberg the the reptile himself, um, <laughs> like yeah, who Elon. were called oh was Elon a call I was thinking people oh, no, who, no, who no. were like like he was like, college. Uh, drop out okay yeah yeah, yeah like Love people people right. who either like did very mediocre or like dropped out of college yeah. or, or, or Bill Gates Bill there's, Gates yeah, yeah Bill Gates you, oh, so you know though I think. Okay, I don't. I don't really know about Zuckerberg, but I, with Bill Gates, he when he dropped out, mm. he was like very um, kind of intentional about it. Isn't like he was doing good in in class. I don't know if he was doing good, but yeah, he set it up so that uh, it was like the least the least riskiest option when he did it. So that like it was like a calculated dropout. Yeah, so he was like ninety percent sure that. He would. He had something to fall onto. Yeah. If he, if he yeah. Out, yeah. You know? And it was kind of like a leave of absence, technically. This one yeah, was. And yeah. then after a while, he saw what was going on. He's like, "Hey, fuck it." But he's strategic about it. Yeah. That's cool. So it's like if you if you, yeah, like if you take it strategically and slowly, yeah. you can you can you don't have to break as you're saying like the rules or or the system or, or yeah. you're, I mean you can you can break them but safely. That's 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 right. I think it's um. There's also another tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. So but, this is, this is how you change. The system what you're saying? N- not really. I think... Oh, the, the, the system thing. For me, I think, like, the changing the system, um, I've been thinking about it. And f- especially, like, when I whenever I go back to Ethiopia versus here, there's, like, this difference in, like, mental- like in mentality of... In the U.S., there's, like, this, this focus on growth and kind of getting better and kind of optimizing your performance yeah. and stuff. And, and in Ethiopia, there's, like, this sense of accepting the environment and and kind of just just going with it you yeah. know i i feel like like when i when i when i first came to the u.s my first thought was 
this works for me. This is so much better. Like this focus on growth. In yeah. It, it, yeah. It's very much like a young, like a young, like stereotypical young person, gumption, yeah. go get it entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I think it is, it is like very useful, but I also, yeah, I don't know. If, I forget who said this, but it's kind of like there's this spectrum of being and there's becoming on the other end. Yeah. And, and if you're stuck in becoming, you'll never be. Yeah. You'll never be. And I think it's like, I feel like it gets, there's like a lot more focus on, on, on becoming here. You know, yeah. there's a lot more focus on being there. Yeah. And, but, uh, but you need both. Kind yeah. Of, I know? think it, there's, there's, there's like, yeah. And I would, I would argue actually like the being part is probably like more important than the becoming because i think if if you if you are kind of satisfied with what you are what you are in i guess okay how this relates with the system yeah okay okay. i i sometimes wonder if the system should change you know Mm. and as in it should change but wait are you saying like whether the system should change or whether we should change well, I guess, so, like, the being and becoming thing is yeah. kind of what, the, like... What you're talking about. Yeah. So, like, yeah. the, the becoming is making, changing the system, kind of. Yeah. Whereas with being is kind of changing you versus kind of, like, and just accepting the system as it is. Or, th- th- yeah, I guess that's not technically what they mean, but, like, in this context, that's yeah. what I mean when I say, like, being and becoming. And I think with, I sometimes wonder if, I guess, yeah, so the question is, like when, in order to bring about change, do you think the most effective way is to, like, through revolution, through, mm. through revolutions and stuff, or is it better through, like, more organic system, kind of like the like slow, Taoist, like a slow, yeah, slow process? So, yes. I was, I was actually just about to mention Taoism. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, so, so, like, wait. So, what, do, what do you think? Okay, what wait, do, wait. Yeah. I, have, I have a whole tangent on, on, on Taoism and on, on flow yeah. that I could talk about. Like, one second, but like, mm-hmm. but you're saying like. Like the difference between becoming and being in terms of changing the system, mm-hmm. like that. If you, the question is, is, uh, is, is it? Wait, sorry. Okay, I got it. Now. Is it better to make large changes and that's and that's kind of like the becoming idea, or yeah. just like exist and flow with it and slowly change it over time? Yeah, because, but I do want to modify that a little because I okay. don't think. I guess from what I've observed, I don't know if it's possible to do those large changes. Maybe like momentarily, it does yeah. seem like that. But in general, what happens is it kind of goes back to how it was yeah. usually like with like these significant spikes. You could also, but yeah. you could also say I don't. I don't know if it's possible with from like there's a, a, a what do you call it? What's the, what's the word for negative? Negative. Uh, pessimistic. Pessimistic yeah. point of view. Um, like that. I don't know if the small changes work either. Like maybe it's too little, mm-hmm. too too late. You know. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Um, I think I had this conversation a bit ago with our with our local dictator. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do we like use people's names on this? Like we got we got Ben and oh yeah, this is Ben. We got Diggy. <laughs> but like, yeah. What do you do? What do you do? An- anonymity on the internet. Yeah, the local at local dictator. At local at the the local ex dictator. Yeah. Actually, talking about the the U.S. educational system. Mm-hmm. Um, how it yeah, that funnels into democracy as a system and how like the more educated of a populace you have the better the decisions that populace will make in a dem- democratic election and like but like 
if you you run into like this recursive cycle where if you want to have to improve the system, you have to improve the education system, and if you want to improve the education system, this, the other system has to be improved first, you know. Um, and then one way, so that's that's the kind of depressing. Nothing changes uh, without large overhauls. And then we started talking about um, like edX, or like TED Talks, or uh, Khan Academy. Or these other tools that have come along and like as are like an outside source of of education yep. for free um and like how if you do something like that in that case that's a worldwide scale like you don't have to make those little tiny steps you can instead take something from the outside of the system and like funnel it into this cyclic system that's right yeah um well okay so not to play the devil's advocate oh dude dude do, do. well okay so <laughs> so the thing about that is uh, with like big leaps is in general there's like this uncertainty that comes with it and I feel like so there is like a bunch of alternatives and how things can go from like this specific point you know mm-hmm. like you can yeah like make extra effort in one direction I think okay so with the with the TEDx thing with the Can Academy thing I think that can kind of fit in with like going with like the organic flow of things to some extent yeah. because um I think usually what happens is, at least in my case, and I, I know, in, I guess in like most minorities, what happens is there's like this strong desire to kind of give back, you know, to, to the community. And uh, that like on itself kind of fuels us, you know, and I think so like from like a, a more natural place, there's like this desire to do that and to, to help people grow. You're, you're, you're making a comment about the, the idea of having uh, small changes such as like TEDx, mm-hmm. um, like funneling into a system versus like and comparing that to the larger, larger changeover turnovers. Yeah. So I guess, okay. So the point I was going to make, yep. I don't know if, you know, I guess we get like, it's, I don't think it's hundred percent accurate, but the point I was going to make was with like big change comes like loss of certainty with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking. Okay. So let's say. There might be things that we didn't know that could come up through through the process of a large like large yeah through stuff. significant yeah like, and look by so, either good or bad yeah are, are there like actual good or bad things you know and True. I think if you think about it like the there's like some terrible things that happened in the past but are they like terrible technical or maybe would we be here if they didn't happen and. Like, is there, like, technically oh. a better situation? You know? And I think, what does better mean? And I think, it, I, is there, like, an objective better, yeah. do you think? I, okay, I think that our, when you... There's a difference between saying better for the past versus better for your efforts in the future. Okay. And that this, this gets on into a whole, like, meta level of, like, predeterminism mm-hmm. and all that. But I'm not going to touch predeterminism <laughs> and whether or not anything actually changes. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, in terms of whether things are... That, that's, that's, <laughs> All right. That would be, like, a six-hour podcast. Yeah. Right there. Um, but, like, the the idea of good or bad, I think that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. I, th- I, think, I think, like, you can't... You can label past events in the past as good or bad, but I think that's a little wrong because, like, we wouldn't be here yeah. if those events hadn't happened. Hey. Um, this is a little whimsical tangent. <laughs> This is a little extreme, but on that same website where I was reading about the Matrix theory earlier, I read one about Kermit the Frog, and the headcanon is that Kermit the Frog caused 9-11, because <laughs> they had, in one episode of The Muppets, um, I, th- I think 
They said that they showed a, uh, a universe where Kermit was never born. And they happened to show the, the Twin Towers still standing. Yo. <laughs> and it's like, that. that's not like saying that he did anything, but it's just like the way things happened, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's, that kind of flows into the idea of like nothing. Like, is anything really good or bad? It's just the way it was. But I think in the future, you can strive for better. Like, you can strive for a better education system. Yeah. And you can strive for something that's better than what you have because you can recognize the flaws in what there are. That's right. I think I agree with that. I think, yeah, so that was like where I was coming from was just from a place of countering. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think there's like this non conceptual idea of what. Like good and bad? What mean? good and bad are. But again, I think it also, I think it's like super complicated and. To, to some extent, how I see it is, I guess, with emotions, like, too. Um, they, I think they're, like, a metaphor to, like, the whole good-bad thing. You, th- you think emotions are, like, a like a small, like, like a label or, like, a... Yeah, because, yeah, like, there's some emotions that are kind of more negative, you know, yeah. anger, like, sadness, depression. Yeah. I don't know. That. And then there's anxiety. and Those are kind of, like, on the more negative side of things. Yeah. And, then, and then there's happiness and then... Uh, peace. Uh, but you, you could definitely argue, or yeah. I mean, I'm jumping the gun, yeah. but like that anxiety as is as valuable emotion as happiness or peace. And that like, it's all just a, like yeah. you, you need them all. I think, yeah. Exist. So it's, it's kind of like maybe in order for like the positives to exist, kind of like you got to feel the negative or the absence yeah. of it, you know? And, that's like, that's like, that reminds me of like dystopian utopias. Where like yeah. everyone, everyone doesn't know what suffering is, and then like that. No, there's is actually suffering. this this show. I don't know if it's a show or a movie. It's gonna come out on on Amazon Prime, and it's called Bliss. And it's like in the future, and everything is like perfect, yeah. right? Everybody's yeah. happy. So there's they they do this simulation things where people could go in and kind of experience how life was back when there's like struggles and suffering just yeah. to kind of really feel what it's like to, to, to suffer yeah that's an interesting concept it's i think awesome. you know the the the, the yin yang thing I, I don't know if that's from from Taoism too it's, it's a couple, it, a couple different yeah yeah so yeah I, I i honestly wonder if like the the, the positive can exist without the, the negative you know yeah and, wait i want to i want to take like many many jumps back to when you said about the being versus becoming and like us versus ethiopia because mm-hmm. i think that's that's i think I, I said i would go on a tangent but i forgot um no, <laughs> other conversations <laughs> just, down this path down that path um i realized yeah, that my, was, that was my strong drift <laughs> tokyo drift <laughs> um uh, i just realized hand signals aren't caught by a microphone yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the idea of being versus becoming and... Oh, that was that was what I read. So I started reading the, a book on Taoism the other day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a very interesting book, but it's like breaking down Taoism by looking at different... Uh, what do you call it? Like stylistic calligraphies yeah. of kanji... Or not kanji. Characters. Chinese characters. And the one for Tao was like described as a, a person walking down a path. And it's like the whole, the whole concept of being versus becoming, I think, is really caught in that because they're saying like... That when you're studying Taoism, you are. You're, it's not that you're there. It's like when you're when you first start when you're when you're on the, when you're on the path, quote unquote. You are already part of the Tao, 
So it's like there was no being. Like in that case, being is becoming. That's that's yo yeah yeah and that's actually a good point you know because and yeah we yeah like we didn't really yeah talk about like the I guess like in meditation there's like this for me like it st- still hasn't fully sunk in but like this idea of kind of trying to be in the present moment yeah and, yeah uh, like like everything is just like it's the important is like in the present moment I don't know I I, I don't hundred I'm not hundred percent. In yet, no, right? it's I, there's it's easy, yeah. so much easier said than done. Or I guess my point with that was like that to me, that was like the perfect encapsulation of the being versus becoming, and how maybe being is actually the ultimate form of becoming. Yeah. So it's I like it's rather than always striving to 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 reach an end or to to uh, I don't know like like goals are good and it's good to have motivation, but also you can be you can exist in a state of growth yeah and that is like being while becoming that's beautiful <laughs> uh, it's either yeah. beautiful or it's total like self-help <laughs> bullshit yeah well see okay i think i i have a follow-up to that okay. also another thing is um with like the becoming stuff you know like uh i, I like with with my school work mm-hmm. one thing i noticed is like when I'm Googling stuff and when, when it's kind of accessible to me mm-hmm. in my head, I am like optimizing. I'm, I'm trying to get information faster mm-hmm. and like, like you're trying to, you're trying to find it faster yeah. just to save time. Or? That's, that's what it is. Yeah. It's just like to, to do more, you know? Yeah. And because, because you have like a feeling of like rush or like, yeah. It, and not just rush, but like a desire to just like more is better. There's like this feeling that, if I get to do more, then that's better. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that's also another <laughs> another topic. Yeah. If if more is actually better, but um, uh, and usually what happens is, and like I have access to the information and I see it and kind of have vague understanding of what it is, but like I don't become it you know mm. okay. wait, wait wait so you're saying like you're like there's so much information out there yeah and you're trying to learn something and you're just trying to do it faster because you want to get to the like get to the destination faster yeah. and uh, how how this relates with being becoming thing is just like sitting with the material and just being with it versus just like trying to trying to get more of it i think yeah. in some way just like trying to read more of it versus just like just absorbing yeah. it yeah um like like be more conscious in your in your conscious in your consumption of information rather yeah. than go like go for go for quality and comprehension rather than volume yeah wait well might have to get to closing thoughts because i don't know how large of an audio file yeah. my computer can handle oh yeah 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 i think we didn't yeah we didn't get to the topics for today wait, oh, oh the topic of choosing a name yeah, for this podcast. yeah. um i was thinking Ben and Diggy name a podcast. Mm. Very meta. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Another uh, an honorable mention. An honorable if mention. you will. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Biggie and Diggy. That's Biggie and Diggy. <laughs> oh. I, mean, I think I think the, the Ben and Diggy. I love I love that one. I like Biggie and Diggy. Or you just switch <laughs> Den and Den and Biggie. Den and Biggie. Yeah. I, <laughs> that kind of works. I think once we once we find the true meaning of life, bro. Mm. 
then we can <laughs> then we then we'll know then we'll know. that's what we'll name the podcast that's the true meaning it, it's um, about <laughs> let's say it's about being versus becoming yeah because there's no rush to finding the ultimate yeah. answers in life because we already know the answers yeah. in life wow yeah. we sound like we're so high but <laughs> we're, we're I swear we're completely sober yeah <laughs> okay so another like probably self of bullshit but also yeah, yeah, yeah. really neat concept that I heard a few weeks back and I thought it was super neat was this idea of recognition mm-hmm. and that like we know everything to hmm. some extent and we're just rediscovering what we know oh so it's like learning is just like like we yeah so like, like we're learning actually big is brain. relearning so it's kind of like recognition huh. is like the recognition that, that sounds that sounds kind of like bullshit but yeah. <laughs> no, that's what it is what it, what it, whoa me. theory crafting mm-hmm. conspiracy theory what if that's what deja vu is Ooh, and like yeah. you get strong feelings of deja vu because you know you've already like like you, you you lived through it already you know man I got lots of lots of deja vu there's maybe like getting in touch with your yeah uh, alternate dimension yeah bro. wait oh wait I, I okay I got a way to I got a way to uh, quote to uh, loop it all loop it all back together okay so you were just saying oh maybe this is like self-help bullshit yeah and I, in a book I was reading over summer the the this book had like a roast like a like a chapter long roast of modern day self help and like uh, neo philosophical texts mm-hmm. and it said that self help help books are the soft por- soft core pornography or just straight up pornography of philosophy ah! and that the alternative is that true when you find like a true philosophy or like a, a nugget of a kernel of truth then that's like finding love. I think I know the book. Is it? It's the book. Sophie's World. Oh no! Oh darn! <laughs> right. Oh yeah, but I think if it's bullshit versus the, if it's actually true, mm-hmm. I, I sometimes wonder if that that matters. Whether or not it's bullshit, it doesn't. Yeah. Does it matter? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Like in the in the in, in the yeah. con- in what context? In the context of like like self help books, or like in the context of I think like what in, we know in in the in the context of. There's most things. I, so I was watching this movie um, called Upgrade. It's about this guy who gets an AI planted in his head. Spoiler alert! <laughs> if you have, do you? Do you I have no. I haven't seen. I don't do even. You, do you think you'll? You'll probably it, not. Probably not. Probably not. Yes. But yeah. So what happens? So the AI, like in the end, like the AI takes control of him, and it feels like he lost. You know. It, yeah. I remember kind of feeling disappointed, you know. Damn, yeah. I was I was hoping that he was win, you know. Yeah. But then what happened was he like what the AI did was he put the guy in the in like a reality where he was. Um, so like, how the guy got the AI implant was he he was in a car accident, his wife died, and he was like super sad about it, and then he created like this alternate reality where his wife was still alive. Yeah. So the guy was still there, and the he was, AI put him in the yeah. And so I wonder sometimes if it does. And I guess this kind of also relates with the being thing. Mm-hmm. Is I think if it does really matter if it's true or not. You know? mm. It's kind of that's kind of like uh, the first thing that comes to mind is like ignorance for uh, ignorance is bliss. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Also, I personally think like knowing more is bliss in in in, mo- in some contexts. Yeah. I would say I'd, I'd, I'd say in most yeah in most contexts I think yeah. but I think sometimes maybe it's better sometimes to know, yeah to know less or to or to accept like 
some falsity. I would agree. I think, I think. But then, but then it gets in the question of like, what is, what is bliss versus like, what should we be striving for? Yeah. You know, it's like, should we be striving? Like, is it better to lead a life where you're entirely like searching for answers and you're in pain and suffering or like accept something and be happy? And like, I would say it's better to live a life where you are becoming by being. That doesn't answer the question. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> I'd say it's better to live a life. This is like like yeah. accepting things versus versus going against the grain. It's like the valedictorian versus the lizard man, you know? Yeah, I think, yeah, like, I, to some extent, acceptance is going to be like necessary, you know? I yeah. Think. No? I don't think you have, I, don't, I, I think that's like a nice thought. That's a nice theory. But I don't think you have to suffer too search for truth or philosophy or whatever you need, yeah. you know? And I think that usually will make you happier. That's true. Yeah. But but I would say, as much as I'd like for what you said to be true, mm-hmm. and I think it it is true in, in some context, I would say for the most... Okay, I'm speaking for myself. Okay, say it, say it, say it. For the most part, kind of like suffering leads to... Like pursuing to know more and like to find answers, I think, and I I, I do. You, you oh, oh, I, I personally would explore things, wait, but wait, when so, wait. So you're yeah. saying wait, sorry, sorry to clarify. You're saying that rather than thinking about knowledge leading to suffering, you're thinking that suffering leads to pursuit of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, I, I I think, and then um, I thought that was what you said too. Honestly. Oh no, I I, <laughs> I, I, I was saying the reverse. Like, yeah. what if like 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 ignorance is like. Ignorance leading to bliss and then knowledge leading to suffering. Yeah. Um, but in the reverse, like when you are suffering, you will try to find things out. And when you're blissful, you'll stay where you are and you, you'll stagnate. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's that being bliss. It's bl- I think, bliss I think, bl- I think, bliss honestly, is ignorance. I think both of them are true. I'd say like both of those instances, yeah. I think they're... I, I would say ignorance is useful half the time. Not half the time, but... Sometimes. 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 Then, and ignorance, I, I think most of the times where I feel like I wish I were more ignorant, it usually either goes away, yeah. but it kind of ends up being a positive in the end, just knowing that yeah. in, in some form. Yeah. But like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's a good, that's a good thought. Well, to, to wrap up on that, because I don't know how much more my computer oh, yeah, 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 yeah. is, I think that this whole podcast is about a suffering it's about suffering. suffering through pursuit of knowledge. I I think you are, you're we're using knowledge to solve suffering to some extent, or is it? Oh no no we're just we're just, we're just sitting we're sitting, for- we're sitting in a room recording mm-hmm. ourselves talking conversations we'd normally have, and that is just our documenting how we how we how we normally pursue knowledge towards both whether it be towards suffering or bliss. Yeah, we have Wait. to be continued. Okay, okay, we're, we're, done. we're done. We're done. Cl- closing thoughts. <laughs> closing thoughts. Sing an outro. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that's and that's a wrap. And cut. <laughs>